Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No! Can't remember my roommate's name, but we couldn't get into the, our, our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go, let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All these stories just came flooding into my head. Thanks a lot, Jordan, for the for the memories of that. Uh, trying trying to forget. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite daytime sports talk show. Boy, are we coming in hot. Episode number 1164 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Let's bring in the moose. Darren Moose DuPont. Uh, we've got a lot of things to get to. Hey, Moose. Hey, how are you doing, man? Give me a quick update was- on your life. I was wondering how the uh, what what's on the mind of the boys this morning picking that intro uh, on a Tuesday, but no, uh, um, I was in Tisdale yesterday, as you mentioned. I made my way to Winyard to mom and dad's place, so we're hanging out here for the week, and then uh, off to Saskatoon for the men's curling tankard next week. The chicken capital is where he's at. Listen, here's the story that popped into my head. You know, well, you do not. Everybody knows that not only am I a certified mental health and addiction recovery coach in sports and entertainment, but I also work with the military. So I walked into this gigantic ops room one time uh, with a commanding officer. And there were all these guys were on computers, typing away, but they're all in their army fatigues. And I said, what, what's going on here? And he goes, we're doing a simulated invasion. Sounded you know, like a big video game, right? They were practicing the event that they needed to take over a country. And they said, we're calling it Operation Anastasia. And I'm like, oh. He's like, what about what? I said, I knew a stripper in Vancouver named Anastasia. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, from time to time, my misspent youth comes back to haunt me. And the commanding officer said, if that's how you spent your youth, you didn't misspend it. (laughs) How about that? You got a sound effect for that one, Producer Clark? Yeah, and furthermore, listen, can you hit the quick six show horn? Can you hit the horn? You should have seen the look on his face. You should have seen the look on that guy's face when I said he was smiling with a twinkle in his eye. And then this morning I told you uh, I was at Johnny O's working out. Serena was coaching a class. And the girl at the front, Emmy, she goes, it's just so nice that you come and take these classes and support Serena. I said, are you kidding me? She'd kick my ass if I didn't. But we're standing there talking before the class began, and there was a young lady wearing a 
a jacket with a Leafs logo on it. And Johnny O goes, are you a big hockey fan? Are you a big Leafs fan? And she goes, no, my dad played for the Leafs. And we're like, whoa, of course, Serena, very excited. She's like, who's your dad? And she goes, Mike Paul Mateer. We're like, <gasps> and Johnny looks at us like, you know him? And I said, well, I don't know him. I know of him. He was my second favorite goalie of all time. Well, at that era behind Ken Dryden. And I said, I used to have the old white Cooper, all white mask like Jason in Halloween. And I painted her with a marker, put on blue leaves on it because of Mike Paul Mateer. Worked out with her, his daughter this morning, Tess. As it turns out, she's moving away in a couple weeks to uh, work for the New York Mets. But it's been a very interesting day today. Already. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Unreal. Again, Jordan. I know you did. I know you did once. LFG. But we're going to do it again. We got breaking news to get to, but you're just going to have to wait for that. Number one, the Vancouver Canucks with goals from Pius Suter and Quinn Hughes defeated the visiting Chicago Blackhawks 2-0 Monday night to boost their win streak to three games. Many fans were disappointed. All-star rookie Kanabadad, who grew up in North Vancouver, was not in the Hawks lineup as he recovers from a fractured jaw, but they've only known that for a month, so get over it. And Charlie Coyle's goal at 18-26 of the first period stood up as the winner as the Boston Bruins beat the visiting Winnipeg Jets 4-1 in a battle of NHL division leaders last night. Jacob Loco... Jake DeBrusque and Brad Marchand also scored for the Bruins, who boosted their win streak to five. Vladislav Nemestikov scored for the Jets, who had their six, uh, sorry, their two-game win streak called it. It's the first time I think we all know they've given up more than three goals in, what is it, 33 games, 35 games. Doesn't matter. They're starting over. And I don't know what your hockey or maybe your focus was on hockey at all last night, Moose. That's why we bring you on here to talk about it. But I watched the first period of that game before flipping over to the Panthers, who incidentally won last night in Nashville. But I'm like, hey, the Jets have met their match here. I think it was 2.20 into the game, Boston scored. And not long after that, the Jets responded. But Rick Bonus said, it's the worst game we've played in a long time. I think it was Kyle Connor said, we were timid out there, which is not a horrible thing, folks. I think we need to explain to people um, they weren't their normal aggressive selves. They didn't push the pace. They allowed the Boston Bruins to dictate the game last night. It's not the end of the world. Um, but they didn't, they didn't play well. So it was, it was a bit of a punch to the jaw, you know, for the Jets. Wake them up a little bit, and these are good things. Um, what, that, that's what I saw from last night. What was your takeaways? What's your NHL leftovers from Monday night? Yeah, I was watching that game too, and I think that's a great way to put it. Timid. And, you know, <clears throat> on your heels a little bit when you're, when you're playing so well and then you step in to play the Boston Bruins, one of the best teams in the National Hockey League, with you, but you kind of like, okay, new territory, right? It's like any new place you show up. You kind of look around for a little bit. You kind of feel it out. You don't just jump in and, you know, play like you know what's going on. You, you kind of feel it out. And when you're on your heels a little bit, Boston never has that. They just come at you all game long. And they did that. There was a stretch in the second period where, you know, I thought that Winnipeg had an opportunity. They were piling up the shots. Uh, the offensive zone time was growing, but they just couldn't score. And that was their chance. But, um, yeah, Boston's a good team. There's no shame in losing to them. Uh, use it as a learning experience and move on. Yeah, and by the way, I had a message 
from a Jets fan watching the show on Game Plus. It was one of those accounts like your like your parents used to have, Clark. It was the couple's account, you know. It was, it was Patricia and Michael. Blah 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 blah. Damn. Your parents don't still do that though, right, Clark? They split it up. Oh no. They got yeah. They got normal. Uh, so I don't know if it was the husband or the wife, but they wrote me and said, uh, Rod, sitting here watching your show on Game Plus TV right now, and just for Winnipeg, we are trying to stay humble. Just allow us the moment, because we do have a great team that hasn't happened often or for a long time, and also we're used to getting the shaft and not getting any credit, right? So uh, that was my whole thing. And I appreciate them writing me. And I want to tell the viewers this and the listeners as well. And you know this well, Darren. You've known me a long time. You can write me, but I'm probably not going to write you back now. Because I used to. When I was voice of the writers for 20 years, I would write everybody back. Because that's the way I was raised. You know what it did? It freaking near put me in the loony bin. And where did it get me? So, no, you can write me. But don't expect a response. I may acknowledge it on the air. Uh, and hey, you, we want you to text into the show during the show. But if it's outside the hours, don't expect a response. Moving on to point two. I have a tantalizing trivia question that's going to have to wait until later in the week. We're splitting point two into two things, Darren. NFL Final Four, who are you cheering for the rest of the way? Kansas City, Baltimore, Detroit, or San Francisco? That'll be a poll question later in the week. But the odds are up from our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, and the Kansas City Chiefs are the underdogs. This shouldn't surprise anybody at Baltimore by 3.5 points. And the San Francisco 49ers are favored at home over Detroit at 7 nothing. I'll quickly say, spoiler alert, Detroit's who I'm cheering for, like everybody else, I think. That's not a 49er Ravens or Chief fan. Who are you cheering for? Yeah, it's the Detroit Lions. Um, I, I, you know, they're the great story. They're the best story left of the four teams. So, yeah, my support is behind Detroit, um, which means they're probably going to lose, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is the number to text us here in the studio for Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store, 902 518 3033. Um, Rhonda writes in in Swift Current and says, Hey, did you mention to Nick about Perry signing with the orders? I bet she's impressed. Okay, this is an inside message. Serena's nickname in Swift Current is Nick. Don't get me started. Yes, Rhonda, she's not impressed that the orders signed her player. Um, she hates him. But... Hang on. Why did, I, why did I go off the road? Let's bring it back on the road. So the actual poll questions come from producer Clark. It's regarding the NHL All-Star game. And if you've noticed, I have a lot of NHL All-Star gear because it was here in Sunrise last year, Darren. I didn't go drop a lot of cash on it, just so you know. They way over-ordered. So they've had gear like 20%, then 40%, then 50%, then 70% off all the All-Stars. I've been buying it all this year. I've got everything they bought in my size, and I quite like it. I'm interested to see what they have in Toronto this year, and uh, hopefully you can get some. But they announced on, was it Saturday night, Clark, the celebrity captains for the All-Star game. And I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like we had celebrity captains here last year. But whatever. First year that the draft so is they, back. They, 
the, the, the draft is back. Yeah, I don't. It's not like they did, every, did everything right last year. Even McDavid made a joke about shooting pucks at surfboards and taking wrist shots out on the friggin' golf course. But here are your celebrities. And it's our poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group. At Key Auto Group, we're driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Who's the best? Who's your favorite all-star celebrity captain? Will Arnett, who I couldn't pick out of a police lineup. Full disclosure. But that's a me thing. Not anybody's fault. Thank you for the thing. Darren's like, once you see his photo, you'll recognize him. Uh, <laughs> nope. Still nope. Justin Bieber, whom we all know, and I am a fan of the Biebs. And I can tell you why in a minute if you want. Tate McRae, again, lineup, me, not happening, can't. And, of course, Michael Bubbly Bublé. And he's got my vote. I love his music. I love him. I've never met him, but I think he's cool. He's a part owner of the Vancouver Giants, and that's enough for me. Ho, ho, ho. Michael Bubbly Bublé. And the commercials are funny, too, Darren. I have, you, know, I, you don't see them here in the States. He's knocking on the door. I have the Bubbly. Can I get some Bubbly? No, it's Bublé. Bubbly, bubbly. It's funny. So he, he's my guy. Who, who's yours? Um, it's Michael Bublé, too. I mean, he's, he's funny. Good. You're right. He's Canadian. The music is great. You know, it's hard not to consider Tate McRae, though. But that would just be a distraction you don't need in the game. And uh, Bublé would be fun. Um, so give me Michael Bublé. Did Tate McRae sing... The national anthem at the MLB All-Star Game in L.A. a couple years ago. Was that the same person? Was that Tate McRae? Again, I'm, what, did I, what did I say to Darren before the show? Nobody knows, but our crew was watching. I said, I'm like Lou Brown in Major League. I'm too old to go diving into lockers. I'm going to go look these people up. I have my favorites. So I'm going to vote for the only who thing I know, we know about Michael Buble. What? Yeah. The only thing we know about Tate McRae is she, Clark informs us, she dated Cole Sillinger. So that's our biggest claim to fame. She... <laughs> Who didn't? Um, moving on to point three, I'll spend some time on this because hey, we'll get to that breaking CFL news because there is a lot today. So everybody just sit down. It's a two-hour show, man. We're not going to get it all in one spot. Just hang on. The Alberta Junior Hockey League has denied kicking the four teams out. I'm trying to get my mind around what's gone on here with five teams defecting from the Alberta Junior Hockey League to the rival BC Hockey League, as you are looking at it. And I called a mentor of mine. You know who he is. And anybody who knows me wouldn't have to think too hard to guess who it was that I called. And he would know the ins and outs of all of this. And he said, well, a lot of it is PR. A lot of it's PR. The campaigning for the BC Hockey League and these five AJHL teams to get the best players to recruit. PR, I get it. Been around that forever, right? Major junior versus junior A, throw the college in there. What's best for my kid? I don't know. That's why we hire advisors and pay them $2,000 to help them tell us. They don't know. So that's one, PR. 
And then two, they don't like Hockey Canada's rules. And one of the, the biggest one is, if you're 16 years of age, you can't play junior A hockey outside your own province. Why did Hockey Canada put that in? Because they didn't want 16-year-olds moving halfway across the country. They did it for the right reason. But there are those that say, my kid is mature enough and good enough. Shoot, Bedard did it at 15 in the WHL, right? So they feel that they, they should have the right to make that choice. So there's that. And uh, I don't think Hockey Canada is softening its guns or backing off, Darren, just so you know. They, they, they don't do that, usually. They've been doing enough of that the last couple of years. They don't need to do more. So this is where we're at. And figures were thrown out of seven-figure expansion fees for these five teams to go into the BC Hockey. Let me say that again. Seven-figure expansion fees to get into the BC Hockey League. So when people say money is part of this, we all knew that it would be. So does that sort it out a little more for you? Does it make a little more? This guy wasn't for it or against it. He's like, these are just some of the reasons why they're doing it. Fair? Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. You can understand why they're doing it. Doesn't mean you have to agree with it. You can agree or disagree with it. But it's important to understand some of the motivations behind it and what you have to gain. I would, I would assume... That the, that the leagues or the teams in that league feel that they're falling further behind the Western Hockey League, right? In terms of recruiting players and all the rest. So you team up to try and have some sort of way to compete, like it or don't like it. Those are some pretty good reasons. And again, I said to Darren before the show, I'm too old to go diving into lockers. Like I only know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like I had a parent of another, of a, kid who plays on another team in the AJ say they've kicked those five teams out effect immediately they're gone I reported that because that's what I heard from a trusted source of mine a friend and uh, the AJ comes out on Monday and says nobody's been kicked out so I don't know this is what I'm hearing I don't know what to say anymore and as my mentor said to me on the phone this morning he goes well it's true they haven't made a decision yet whether they're going to kick them out he goes my guess is they probably will but they did announce, we're going to talk about this before any decisions made. And he goes, and that's where I believe they are at in this process. So again, passing along what I hear, but I have no idea what the hell's going on. We'll continue this when we come back. Lots to get to today. Uh, by the way, Brian Weeb will be with us from the BC Hockey Network. Colin Patterson and David Murdoch from Curling Canada. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. 
EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, it's quite a day. This is exactly what we want. This is everybody coming to talk. Daytime sports talk. It's exactly what I want, so thank you. And uh, let's bring in the moose... We got some good stuff here. Uh, Moose is in the chicken capital, and uh, that is Winyard Sask. Michael is watching in Maple Ridge, B.C., writes in on the text line 902-518-3033. For Darren, my grandparents had a similar dresser that is behind you with the panther on it. The one with the dark brown trim, curly hair, brings back good memories. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. That panther, Florida guy. I brought him out. He's been sitting here forever. It was one of those raffle draws at a minor hockey tournament back in like 96 or 7 when the Panthers came into the league. Um, and that stuffed bear has been here. He lost his skates, but he's got his helmet on. So <laughs> he's hanging out. Uh, speaking of all of that, we do our Cats and Bolts podcast, which Serena is going to lose her mind on, by the way. Oh, a remarkably new podcast has just sprung up in the middle of the NHL season. It's called Cats and Rats. Spelt exactly like ours, but with rats. Come on. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Watch her go insane on our Panther show this week when it airs. She is still mad. Darcy in Grand Prairie writes in regarding Darren's last posting. He says, Tisdale Sask's slogan used to be the land of rape and honey. Rape seed, just for those that don't know. He goes, true story. Go Jays. And he says, Mike Palmatier was my first favorite goalie. That's why I brought it up, y'all. I worked out with his daughter this morning, Tess. It was fun. And Johnny O's. It's a great day, Rod. They all are, Johnny. Patrolman Pete is watching in Winnipeg, writes in and says, we need more junior A upheaval analysis. I know you'd like that, but we got to move on. We gave you a lot of time on it. We got to move on. To very interesting texts like this, like Fake Gainer writes in, regarding All-Star Games, hey, if the Golden Girls were alive, which one would you want to be the celebrity head coach of your All-Star team? Honestly, I think Blanche would get the most out of her team. Number one, I wouldn't let Blanche, I wouldn't let Blanche anywhere near my team. No! Oh. And it's going to be Dorothy. She don't screw around. She would she just give you that look. Like if you turned it over in your own zone, if you dished a uh, strawberry Danish right up the middle and, you know, outlet pass in yours, she would just, you wouldn't play again. <laughs> but that's just me. Who would you, which golden girl would you have coach your all-star team? I don't know. I don't know. Um, give me any one of them. You know, it would be, it would be entertaining if the all-star game was in Florida 25 years ago. We might have been able to do it. (laughs) 
Johnny O was on a cruise with Sophia. Uh, I'll get him to tell the story. By the way, folks, Kinsman Telemiracle is another way to support Telemiracle and also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Get your tickets now at Telemiracle5050.com. From the NBA, Jaron Jackson Jr. scored 16 of his 27 points in the first quarter. Luke Kennard added a season-high 19. And the visiting Memphis Grizzlies won their fourth straight NBA game north of the border, beating the Toronto Raptors 108-100. And I got to mention this, Joel Embiid scored a franchise record 70 points, the most in the NBA this season to lead the 76ers to a 133-123 victory over the San Antonio Spurs. That's, didn't Dr. J play for the Philadelphia 76ers? And this is a record? That's amazing to me. And I'm not going to be the NBA show, obviously, but to sit and watch the Spurs in the squalor that they're in right now is really weird. I've been in that arena in San Antonio, AT&T Arena, whatever the hell they call it, something AT&T. They got all the five trophies all lined up together. It's excellence. It's everything that you want. And now they couldn't beat a bunch of 10-year-olds. Um, there is breaking news from the CFL, some interesting stuff from the Canadian Football League, and we are Canada's daytime sports talk show, so let's get into it. Number one, they're changing the name of the football stadium in Winnipeg. I'm sure you've heard that. For, since its opening in 2013, it's been called Investors Group Field, then shortened to IG Field, which, by the way, they're my money, guys, Investors Group. That's not going to change, even though they're not putting their name on the stadium anymore. But it's now going to be called Princess Auto Stadium. If that doesn't scare the hell out of you coming in there as the visitor, what, what would? Princess Auto Stadium. We now have, they've taken over from Tim Hortons Field as the more strange name for a facility in Canada. So your thoughts on Princess Auto Stadium? Um, I like it, actually. To me, it sounds like it should be the home of some bowl game in the U.S. at Christmas time. They're playing at Princess Auto uh, yeah. Stadium, you know, the Peach Bowl or whatever. At Princess Auto Stadium, you know? I think it's good. I think it's big league. I think it sounds good. And everybody knows Princess Auto. That's such a, you know, Canadian staple. So uh, congratulations uh, for locking down another 10-year deal. Oh, yeah. Good for them. I mean, there's... <laughs> We're in an era of anything goes. And I make jokes about Tim Hortons Field or Princess Auto. Whatever, whoever will pay you the money. You know, yeah. we, get the, we get the guff from our audience about, you know, betting companies sponsoring the show. Who care? I literally don't care if you have a problem with it. Um, just like here the Marlins play in Lone Depot Park and whatever. It's, there's nothing saying that you have to have a phone company sponsor you, like the Bell Center or Rogers Center. Whoever will write the biggest check. Another from Rhonda in Swift Current, Serena's former teammate on the ball field. She says, Sophia, she'd make great locker room pep talks. <laughs> Picture it. Sicily, 1924. Yes, yeah, so, well, she would be my second choice, but it's Dorothy. Because I just feel like you would not want to piss Dorothy off as the head coach of your all-star team. Um, 
Allen in Saskatoon says, I love the name. Oh, my God, I can hardly wait for Banjo Bowl in the princess, the princess's house. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, boy, here we go. You know the Ryder fans wouldn't wait long. <laughs> Jason in Red Deer says, I'm glad the Stampeders haven't commercialized McMahon Stadium yet. Jason, nobody wants it. But speaking of, there is news out of there today. John Huffnagel stepping down as president of the Calgary Stampeders and taking over as Jay McNeil, formerly the VP of business of the Calgary Stampeders. So that's the other CFL news today. It's somewhat earth-shaking, but... I don't real again, what did I say? I'm too old to go diving into lockers. I don't understand this gobbledygook stuff. The last couple of years, I've been very close, and Darren's been with me for some of it, uh, with the CFL. I've been going to the games. I went to the Combine. Huff is everywhere. Nothing's changed. Even though he stepped back as head coach, that he stepped back as GM, whatever. He's still wearing his gray tracksuit and walking around with a certain pen in his mouth. Like, whatever. Nothing's changed. I still don't think anything's changed until Huff leaves Calgary, which I'm not saying he should. I love John Huffnagel. He's a great guy. He's an icon. And put him in the Hall of Fame now. But it's, they're saying he's got an advisory role. He's still going to be there. So I don't really see how this is huge news other than them just reshuffling the chairs in Calgary with the Stampeders. That's all. Still all the same guys. What do you think? Yeah. Um, a guy who's been around a long time and had a ton of success and is synonymous with that organization. It's hard to leave, I can imagine. You know? So you slowly start, you know, getting a lesser role and a lesser role and a lesser role and a lesser role until there's not another role to take. And eventually you retire. It'd be hard. You know, hard to retire, hard to let go. You always want to be attached, always want to be involved. Like, <sighs> You know, I don't want to, you don't want to do the day-to-day. -day. <clears throat> you don't want to do the 12 to 14-hour grind anymore. But you still want to be able to have your fingerprints on it. And I, and I don't think until, as you say, he's living somewhere else and he's gone and he's not around, um, he'll still have his fingerprints on this somewhere. Well, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, you knew that he would be all over this. And... Uh... He says, to take over as an advisor, please tell the entire story. Well, I was getting to it, if you would just back off. And I'm reading from the tweet from Danny Austin, who was there from the Calgary Sun and Calgary Herald. And that's my point. As long as Huff is there, I expect he will have some input with the organization, is all that I'm saying. Pete Carroll sticking around in Seattle. I mean, what are they going to do? These guys aren't going out to get coffee in the morning for their replacements. I fully expect you, I'm sorry, but they need to be told, go home. I'm not saying Huff does, but we went through this with Ken Miller in Saskatchewan in 2011. He was kept on as an advisor, and we brought in Greg Marshall, and it was a disaster. And I love both guys. It's a true story you can ask anybody. Greg Marshall would put the game plan in each guy's locker, and then Kenny Miller would come along, staple Kenny's notes to the top of those game plans. <laughs> what are you doing? That happened. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says, things have changed, Rod. Huff's role is less and less. I'm sure that's all true. But again, I've seen it with my own eyes. Until you just go away, nothing changes. Is uh, 
Brian Weeb in next, Clark? Or Colin Patterson? Okay, he's, he's ready to go? All right, I can't wait to talk to this guy. All right, Moose. I guess I'll see you in an hour, too. See you then. All right, David Murdoch from Curling Canada will be with us later on. And Brian Weeb from the BC Hockey Network talking about hashtag Wexit. Five Alberta teams leaving to join BC, uh, the BCHL. Colin Patterson joins us next to talk some NHL hockey. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hi, everybody. When we talk hockey, particularly Alberta teams, it's brought to you by Common Crown Brewing, a commitment to connection and celebration of uniqueness. Visit commoncrown.ca. Or better yet, do like our next guest does. Just head on down to the brewery and brew it yourself. Colin Patterson joins us, Stanley Cup champion, Sabres Flames alum. I really miss this guy. How you doing, Patter? Uh, excellent, Rod. How are you? Good, good, good. Do they not have like a Colin Patterson brew? Can you hear us? You got me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you yeah, hear I got me? you. You're perfect, man. Yeah, you I got betcha. you. Yeah, they don't, they don't have one yet. Yeah, they, they couldn't just make one can of it. So, yeah, they don't have that beer yet. <laughs> okay. Well, I, well, wait a minute. I was going to say I'd drink it, but wait a minute. No, I wouldn't. No offense. You understand better. Hey, you, um, I got a lot to get to with you. I got a lot to get to with you. I saw that you were just down south with the Flames on the, were they calling it the mentors trip? It looked like a hell of a time. That, everybody else calls it a dad's trip. The Flames called it a mentors trip. Tell me about it. Yeah, the dad's trip was great. Uh, lots of fun. You know, some, obviously the majority of guys brought their dads. Some, some of the dads couldn't make it. So uh, Jordan Osterley brought his grandfather. We had a couple of guys, uh, you know, Markstrom brought his brother, Tim. and then. Uh, Boy, who else? Uh, D. Simone brought his brother Phil. But a great time, lots of lots of fun, and it's really interesting to see the dads. You know, you're expecting them to talk about their kids, talk about their kids, but they don't. Um, you know, they're talking about the game. You know, they're asking Lanny and I a bunch of questions and listen to our stories, which I'm sure put them to sleep at night. But uh, it was really fun, and they're the same as any dads at any team. You know. When their kids are getting ready to, when the boys are getting ready to go to the games, they're telling them work hard, you know, do everything you can, you know, make sure you're, you're giving it out every shift and sign every autograph. Oh, yeah. Well, mentors is the proper word then. But you had some, some pretty good games too. Talk about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had great games. You know, we played, they played in Phoenix, which was really neat playing in that mullet arena. Now, the mullet family was a big supporter of Sun Devils hockey. It's not like the mullet hairstyle. So that, that'll hopefully clarify that for some people, especially from Winnipeg, who can now get rid of the, uh, the hairdo. Uh, but after the Princess Auto uh, naming of the uh, stadium, that's good news. You know, because in Winnipeg, when we played, you know, it was a Winnipeg arena, the Winnipeg Stadium, by the Winnipeg Velodrome, near the Winnipeg Mall, which was pretty close to Winnipeg Bowling Alley. So it's good somebody stepped up to name some stuff there. But the Mullet Arena was great. <laughs> no it was, kidding. you know, 5,000 seats, 5,000 seats. And, you know, there's not a bad seat in the house. And it's a really well-designed rink. It's not like the old corral where it's an old rink. It's new. It's, you know, it's for you know uh, university hockey so it's top notch and it was really good it's really neat to see it uh you know with about three minutes left we decided you know we'll go down and meet the team on their way in you know coming off the ice because it was pretty apparent they were going to win so in three minutes there wasn't a whistle in those final three minutes and we were able to make it down and get lined up to celebrate the guys coming in uh so that was fantastic vegas i mean it's a pretty neat spot, as people well know. Uh, it's not a secret anymore. Uh, but that rink is a lot of fun. They put a lot of energy into that rink. The, you know, just the showmanship of the game itself was fantastic. And, you know, the fact that the Flames won was pretty interesting. You know, it was great. It made the trip, you know, that much better. But it was interesting because with about nine minutes left, we're going, you know, should we make our way down? And we said, you know, it was 3 nothing at that point. Then they, you know, Vegas scored. We said, well, maybe we better wait. You know, don't want to put a jinx on anybody. But when we did leave, it took us like about 20 minutes to get down to the dressing room. The guys were already dressed by the time we got down there. Uh, one, one small, you know, misstep on the elevator and, you know, you're down a couple of levels. So it, it was a great time. Uh, you know, the team treated us you know, royally, and uh, yeah, it was very, very neat. It was, and it's great to see. I'm going to ramble on for a minute, but it's great to see the the dads get a look at the inside of what goes on. You know, on a road trip. You know, it's not just fun and games. You know, there's uh, the the seriousness of you got to win and the preparation that goes into it. You know, we were able to sit in on, you know, the regular meeting, the power play meeting, the penalty killing meeting, which uh, is very interesting. And it's, you know, amazing the technology they have now to, to line everything up. You know, they're not putting VHS tapes in like they did in the old days, or just, you know, drawing it on the board. Uh, they've got everything going and it's uh, well done. And, uh, you know, the guys do a lot of homework on it, the coaches. Kudos to them for doing that and Husk for allowing them to be part of it. I don't feel like every team does that. Or do you know if they do? I think a lot of teams do, but I don't think uh, it's as open as what Husk makes it. And, it, you know, and I mean, it's when you can sit in one of those meetings, uh, it, it's very interesting. And, you, you know, you feel very lucky and fortunate. I think all the dads did, you know, all the dads were sitting there watching and, you know, taking notes in and, uh, when we got upstairs, you know, for the game, the guy said, yeah, I remember seeing that on the video of what that other team's doing, whether it was uh, Phoenix or Vegas. I saw, you tell me about this, a video, it must have been the Flames video of the fans greeting the bus after the game. Lanny, Lanny, what, what, what was that all about? You guys are going crazy. Yeah, it was great. That was after the Vegas game. And uh, there's a group of people there. You know, obviously a lot of people from Calgary go down to Vegas to watch the game. But there's also a bunch of fans from all over that, you know, want to go to Vegas who are Flames fans. 
So there's a big group, you know, cheering and chanting the guys as they came out, uh, you know, going to the bus. So it was really neat. And I mean, in uh, Phoenix, I, I would say that probably 40 to 50% of the fans there were Flames fans. You know, I, I had some friends there and I said, oh, I'll see you for sure. You know, you'll be standing out, you know, with a red jersey on. Well, there was a lot of red jerseys. <laughs> so it was really good. And, you know, when the Flames scored, it was uh, quite a roar. Well, like I say, they won, so you had a great time. That always helps when you're hosting these trips. But um, it's 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 whetted the Flames fans' appetite. Obviously, uh, I just wonder what you you're not just alum, you're a fan. What's your expectation Absolutely. of this team, Patter? Uh, yeah, what do you well, see it, ahead? Well, I think it, you know they're in a tight race right now. There, you know, there's a lot of teams clumped in that uh, for those wild card spots. I know the Flames have some decisions to make about, you know, the unrestricted free agents, whether you can sign them or whether you're going to have to trade them. So that will be, you know, something that will happen and play out. But I think what we've been, all been impressed with is the play of the young players and giving them a chance. And when you're a young player and you get a chance to play, you know, you, one, realize, hey, this is a great opportunity. But two, if, if you don't make it and you get sent back, get sent down again, you understand what it takes to play at that next level. Uh, sometimes you can be a great player at the AHL level, but you just can't make that step and assume that role in the NHL of what you were playing. Maybe you have to play a different role. So you've got to figure that out. You've got to figure out, hey, maybe I'm a goal scorer in the AHL, but when I come up to the NHL, I might be a third, fourth line guy, and I got to be a productive third, fourth line guy. I can't be a liability. So it, it's figuring out all those things that I think is really positive for the Flames. I think, you know, last year we just didn't see that. Last few years we didn't see the guys coming up and down, which that, that was the whole aspect of having your team, you know, your farm team right in the same building is you get an opportunity to move these guys up and down, which I think they've done a great job this year. And we've seen some great surprises. I mean, Pospisil, I mean, uh, Zari, I mean, you know, the, the list goes on of the guys that have come up that have played very well that you go, Hey, I see a strong future and strong potential in these players. I got to ask you this. I assume you follow the Sabres really closely. The only other Sabres alum I chat with is Barney, and he's a little biased <laughs> <laughs> against the Sabres for his own reasons. Um, but they, we can all agree they're a disappointment. We didn't, yeah. I don't think, see this coming. What's your take on the Buffalo Sabres this year? Well, you know, I think you know, a couple of guys had career years last year, and it's, sometimes it's tough to follow up those career years, and especially if you get a little bit of injury involved. But yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm with Barney on that. We're both former Sabers, and uh, you you want to see them doing better, but uh, it's just not clicking for them. And I, you know, sometimes when it doesn't, uh, you know, there are you know things that happen that a way that you know maybe we're not uh, aware of. But I would say that. You know, when you look at Thompson and his injury, I think that's, that's a big factor in it. And the year he had last year was spectacular. Well, uh, I hope that they pull it out. Uh, they do, because I thought they were going in the right direction under Kevin Adams. But um, I will uh, bid you adieu. I'll say, as Don Cherry said, the most underrated player in the National Hockey League, Colin Patterson. Patter, uh, all the best in 2024 getting into the playoffs. And... We'll see you when we see you. I know for a fact I'll see you this spring or summer. You betcha. And try and stay warm, Rod. I, I know it's tough down there, but yeah. <laughs> I had to put socks on yesterday, Patter. Pray for me. Oh, my gosh. Right. What a day. What a day that was. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Colin Patterson, Flames and Sabres alum, and also a chair or a board member of the Breaking Free Foundation, the nonprofit organization which provides free counseling for trauma victims. We'll be right back with viewer takeover after this. We're live from uh, South Florida on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Uh, yeah, it's sports update time and audience takeover time. So get your comments in now. Now's the time. 902-518-3033. For Sober Carpenter, they bring you the text line. And also, if you're watching on streaming, you can write in there as well. I got a paraphrase because it hasn't hit the actual news wire yet, but there are two items from the Canadian Football League today. John Huffnagel stepping down as president of the Calgary Stampeders, a role he's held since 2016. Former Stampeders lineman Jay McNeil, who had been their VP of business, is taking over as team president. And in Winnipeg, the home stadium of the Blue Bombers will now be referred to as Princess Auto Stadium and their rivals are already having fun with it. Now from the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles have fired offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. A person familiar with the decision told the Associated Press today. Johnson joins ousted defensive coordinator Sean Desai as head coach Nick Sirianni continues his reshaping of his staff following a season-ending collapse. The Eagles went from starting 10-1 to finishing 11 and 6 and losing 32 to 9 to Tampa Bay in the wild card round. So I really apologize. The guy wrote in here from Franklin Square, New York, a week or two ago. I guess it was just last week. And he said, Does Nick Sirianni survive this implosion? And I thought, Well, he shouldn't. But this is how it works in football. Somebody said that they're not as knee jerk in football as they are in hockey with firing coaches. Yes, they are. Somebody watching this show said, oh, they're a little more stable in football. No, they're not. Sirianni probably should have been fired, but he shoved somebody else in front of the bullet. Actually, a couple of guys, his coordinators. We see it happen all the time. And you're supposed to get used to it and not take it personal. That's my advice to those two gentlemen. There are five games in the NBA tonight, but the Toronto Raptors have the day off following Monday night's 108-100 defeat at home to the injury-riddled Memphis Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson Jr. led the Grizz with 27 points. R.J. Barrett of Mississauga, Ontario, led the Raptors with 29 points. Raps have lost three in a row, but we don't expect much from them. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And also brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic. Mean Girls is in theaters now. Sounded like a train just went by the road back here. There's not a train track back here. So, 
somebody's car horn sounds like a train horn. That should be illegal. 902-518-3033. Let's see what we got here. David in Winnipeg writes in. And uh, he's got a few things. He says, number one, with regards to McMahon Stadium. He says, McMahon Stadium, slap a bow on a pig and it's still a pig. Harsh. David goes on to say the Jets' loss in Boston last night proves even a great system and good players suffer a breakdown every once in a while. No panic button in sight. If the Jets play the same way in the upcoming games versus the Leafs, a coaching change may be coming in Toronto. Say what? Oh, yeah. If the Jets play the same way in the upcoming games against the Leafs, a coaching change may be coming in Toronto. It's interesting that Craig Button was calling for that. Our good friend, Craig Button. I don't think he's Sheldon Keefe's good friend <laughs> these days, saying he should be fired as the head coach of the Leafs. But, again, back to that firing of coaches thing. Does it not seem like they are a lot more quick to fire now than they've ever been? Uh, we'll kick all of that around. Next hour, Moose will rejoin Brian Weeb of BC Hockey and David Murdoch of Curling Canada after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.